0: What's good, everyone? It's your Kings, Kazil and Cole.
1: And welcome to Tea Time Podcast. Hey.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Every single time we do it successfully, I'm gassed. I'm like, yes.
1: (laughs) I know, you say it every time.
0: Because it excites me, isn't it? Because, you know, we've we've come a long way and I'm proud of us, okay? (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) So easily excited these days.
0: I mean, it's the simple things in life, honestly, to the gods. Yeah, it is. It really is. Ain't about the big, big. I mean, the big, big things are cool, but the small things, that's what that's what gets me going. <sighs> Don't laugh at me. I'm telling the truth, okay? <laughs> but um, yeah, like I'm tired
1: yeah. as per. Yeah. Oh, obviously, you're always tired.
0: No, but today's just been one of them days. Like, but do you know what it is? Yeah, I'm tired because I did a late shift yesterday. was on an Mm. early shift this morning so it was a killer like it it overlapped in like a bad way so like by the time I've come home and I'm trying to unwind it's not enough time to like do everything and then eat and you know you're not supposed to eat and then go straight to sleep and then you have to like wait a little bit for the food to digest ah nice to then have to wait I feel
1: like I feel like everyone just like eats and then goes to bed do you know what I mean I don't. Like, I'm one of those people that doesn't do that on a very,
0: very, very rare occasion. I'll do that. I think the only time I'll do that is when I've gone on a night out. Hmm. We've got, like, I don't know, food on the way back, and I've yammed it, and then by the time I've gotten into the house, I've jumped in the shower, and I've gone straight to bed.
1: Oh, okay. That's the
0: only time I'll do that. But other than that, I actually follow the whole eat, wait a little bit, and then go to sleep. Mm. I don't know if it's just me. Does anybody else do that? And by anybody else, I mean, if anybody's listening, make sure to use Yeah, anyone hashtag. who's listening. <laughs> well, I don't know, maybe <laughs> the people don't like us.
1: <laughs> I don't know, actually, That's, they don't like you.
0: I think this is this is just <laughs> blasphemous. Everybody loves me.
1: What? No, everybody everyone loves, you. loves me. so. We all love you, Kaz.
0: Of course, everybody has to love me. What do you mean? It's not negotiable. Look at me; I'm innocent, Psh, innocent my ass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it, like I said, if anyone is listening, well, I, we're saying that like we're putting out some sort of
0: <laughs> some sort. What is wrong
1: uh, we're saying that like we're putting out some sort of broadcast but um yeah no um we if anyone's listening no if anyone is listening i've got i'm gonna cut that out because i don't know why the fuck i said that um to the people listening mm-hmm. use the hashtag t podcast as you're listening along. t podcast uk by the way uk um while you're listening along if you have any thoughts have any questions have any queries or you just want to tell us how much you love us we love you too um we have a special guest. Would the special guest like to introduce themselves? Who i Yeah, there we, <laughs> yes, there we go. Yeah. Yes, we can hear you.
2: Hi, my name is Alia Ramna. I am 23 years old. No. Where is the 23? My boyfriend's 23. I'm 21. <laughs> yeah, my boyfriend's 21. I don't know. My, sorry. I'm a, little, I'm a little medicated right now. I'm sorry, guys. But um, yeah. So I am 21. I'm transgender. I am Pakistani. I am Pakani, which is like the Arab tribe, and I am Punjabi, which is like the Indian tribe. So I'm kind of like mixed with both um yeah I live in Wales and Cardiff um I have my own flat in Grangetown which is like very very poverty area as as, I guess you could say and it's like a bit mad and you know there's a lot of like violence and whatnot that goes around here I'm not gonna lie Cardiff isn't like it's improving but Mm -hmm. there's a lot of like a lot of drama and a lot of like street crime that happens here. I've never heard of
1: so. you know. I never knew that. I mean that, yeah. that happens all over that world though, doesn't it? Like, why? Well, yeah, I mean really. it's
2: growing. It's growing in numbers. Like everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's just like every Yeah, match, it's, it's
1: just getting worse, worse really. Yeah. yeah.
2: I don't know
0: about y'all, but I don't live in an area like that. It don't happen over here.
2: Girl, Cardiff is crazy. Especially <laughs> on rugby days, It gets Crazy, like the rugby.
0: Oh, imagine rugby days. Yeah, 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 on on football days. Well. Still, I live in a little town, so
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of safe from Cambridge that as well. Be
0: been fair. cool, like came into Cambridge itself, then fine. But I live just outside, so ain't shit happening here ever. Mm. It's like a crime every, mm. I don't know, five years, and that's just like someone tried to break into a shop.
2: Gross. God, I'm every week I hear about something new: someone getting stabbed, someone getting killed. You know what I
0: mean? <sighs> no, nah, not with us, not with us at all. Like it don't happen over here. Mm. But um, um, okay, cool. That's very interesting that you come from like two different mixes. I didn't, I didn't know that. But yeah, that's that's
2: that's pretty. Cool. There's lots of different tribes. It's like Desi, Bikan, um, Punjabi. Like there's so many different tribes, and they all have like different like characteristics in their face and like how they look. So like Bhutan is like the lighter skin with like the light eyes and light hair, and Punjabi is like the darker skins and everything and like okay. yeah like because like we were like mixed and like my cousin, like my family did come from wealth in pakistan when we were there we weren't allowed to go out in the sun because whenever we go to weddings and stuff we'd have to look like we're a rich family so we were like we weren't allowed to go out like if there was a wedding coming up we'd have to like we couldn't go out outside for like a week so that mm-hmm. we'd be light in the pictures you know what i mean So yeah. it's like I don't know, like, those little things, like, racist, like, things, like, our parents put into, like, me, like, makes me, like, now look at European standards and, like, a way of, like, hateful eyes, but also, like, admired, like, I still admire it, but -hmm. I also kind of, like, you know, hate it, but I do, I'm, like, I do get, like, Really dark in like the summertime and really light in the winter because, girl, this UK weather <laughs> is not the one, it's not the one, <laughs> literally. Like, I hate living in this country. I want to go back to Pakistan, but just be amongst the Hijra's and all that stuff, be amongst my like trans community because they're really yeah. growing up. They're really, really growing.
1: Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Um, what is your sexual orientation and relationship status for everyone? Listen, I know you just said about your boyfriend, but.
2: yeah Yeah. um uh so I am straight um And my boyfriend is straight I am the first trans girl he's like going out with Mm -hmm. um we have been like going out for like uh I think like three months now yeah it's been three months since like December so yeah three months um he asked me to be his girlfriend on Valentine's Day Um, No. I know. (laughs) (laughs) That was like the cutest thing ever. Cause, like, I don't know, I really, really, really like living in Cardiff. And, like, I'm like one of like two, like, openly trans women here. And, like, Mm. I think because I do pass so well and, like, I can, like, look very passable, it's more of a guy. And, like, I'm, I guess, more fetish, fetish fetish size. Fet- yeah,
1: feta, feta, feta,
2: shy, English is not my first language, yeah. guys. But
1: um... yeah. English is mine, and I couldn't say it, so don't <laughs> worry. <sea>. Um...
2: <laughs> but yeah, like guys, I guess the only way I could say it is like guys see me as like an experiment, and like beforehand, mm. I was like. Very hopeless, like very like I'm never gonna find love, like that, like it's never gonna happen for me. And like now that I do have a boyfriend, it's weird, like hearing people say, "Oh, you, you know, you're mine or whatever," like your boyfriend, you got a boyfriend and like, Oh my god, I have a boyfriend now. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think I'm in his good books right now because, like, last night I broke his glasses. So, God, yeah. oh, no, not the glasses.
1: No, oh, Harry no. Potter. That's
0: alright. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, not Harry Potter. Child, not Harry Potter. Oh, um. Yeah. So another thing that you know the people like to know. I'm not entirely sure why people like to know these things, well anyway, I'm not i'm not
2: it, it, it matters have, like, it really does matter well. they're so intrigued it's like we get more more questions than a normal person it's this person walking by it's like it's more in depth or it's more like what's you know Where's your you tell you what are your scars What are your triggers and like it's like girl oh, everyone <laughs> has them." it's just it's there's more for us because of the way it's, like, it's built you know mm. yeah
0: yeah 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 true but um one thing that people well the listeners definitely like to know um Do you know what your big three are?
2: My big three? Mm -hmm. You're like, what the fuck Mm -hmm. is that?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was I Do you know what yeah i was waiting i was literally waiting i shit you not i was waiting for the day that somebody comes on and they have no idea what we're talking about i've never le- i have been asked that question before i'm gonna go like okay so like,
1: like star signs
0: what's your so what's like what are your big three in your star signs nope okay that's oh. so um What is
2: your star sign this start date? My star sign is Aries, but I've recently, like, done my own research into it, and, like, I don't know. Star sign, you guys might hate me now, but, like, star signs, I don't know.
1: They're just like... Not an Aries child, please. Here, please. No, all, no, no,
2: listen to this. Listen to this, okay? Mm-hmm. Just hear me out, yeah.
1: Well, i so, had a lot of you out, Some trust
2: me. star signs have good traits and bad traits, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so of course, be, everyone I does. don't add up to, like, most of Aries star signs. Like, I'm not a typical Aries at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like when you say you are that star sign, you're prescribing to the characteristics of what they're saying you are. So people who are like, I'm a strong Libra. It's like, you're like saying, <laughs> I have excuses to act the way that Libras act. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like the bad traits that come with it. You take that on your personality. It's like, I'm not fiery. I'm not like, a strong leader. I'm not uh, uh, extroverted. I'm very introverted. I'm like, I'm nothing like Canaries. I don't think so. Mm.
1: Yeah. Okay, so maybe that's because of your rising and your moon as well, though. That could. Um, I don't
2: know what my rising stuff. and moon is. I loosely believe in it. I'm not gonna lie, I do believe that certain star signs around each other act a certain way and they perceive certain star signs in a certain way. I believe that, but I don't. I'm not heavily into
1: it that much, you know? Yeah, yeah, I get you. I would I, like I think to it's just something that. Into it. Yeah, I, I think it's something that people are kind of. Looking into more and more now that it's becoming something that's mainstream, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, yeah. star signs!" Yeah, oh my <laughs> god, stars. I like tarot cards. Well. Oh, my all god, everyone, <laughs> oh my god, everyone, the stars and the moon. Oh my god, you know what I mean? But like for real, it's real. I feel like it's real. Do you know what? Speaking of star signs today, I am um, someone who recently joined my work, and um, we were, we were supposed to be talking about work, but we're actually talking about star signs <laughs> for the whole meeting. Um, which I'm not complaining about, but. I I mean I get paid to do that so oh well um but yeah we were talking about star signs and I was just like I could actually tell this person was that star sign do you know what I mean like I could literally tell just by looking at them what they were by looking yeah by looking at them I knew they were a Libra from the jump and then they said their last
2: could you guys tell that I was in Aries before
1: no, I'm no, be, that's me. because I haven't, like, spoken to you properly, properly Yeah, we so. just have that, like I a think... proper interaction, yeah. Yeah, exactly, and, like, the one time we did speak, I was definitely, like, drunk, so. Yeah, we were just smashed. <laughs> <laughs> Palace, like,
2: like, I recognised you, and I was, like, I think I saw you in Pussy Palace, like, dancing or something. And then when I saw in the smoking area, my friends were dragging me out of the club because we had to get taxi because we had to get back Mm. to Wales the next day. And I saw you as I was leaving, and I was like, "Oh my God, no!" That's it. I let them walk away because I was like, "I have to say hello to you" because I knew that you like I listened to the podcast before, and I was like, "I have to like introduce myself and say hello" because I wanted to come on here and like you know share my voice. Yeah,
1: Yeah, of course, one hundred percent. And you guys are such like
2: pioneers in like the trans boy community, so like you know. You know,
0: yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah, we try yeah. we, we do,
0: we're
2: doing
0: our part, you're doing um, your best.
1: I see you guys, you doing your best. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're doing our part, we're doing our part, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, speaking of being trans, tell us about your journey. I know we, we started talking about that before. Um, but yeah. tell us about your journey so far. How's it been? You know, ups and downs. Come on
2: like when like, uh, starting, like when did it's you start like I have like the biggest gag of like a transition it's it's so close the reason why I'm in ballroom the reason why I love past spinning and like how do I look and everything is because my story is so close to their stories where they've been kicked out and like they try and like go into society and go and try and find a man or whatever and then they beat them up or reject them and everything it's like have the same story as them and that's why I was like I have to be in Borham and like I originally wanted to come to London and be in Borham but then when the Wales was starting to brew and like there was like the Welsh Borham community I was like I could be the first Welsh fan queen oh yeah. so now I am and you know she's got oh, but um <laughs> but um when I first discovered the m- meaning of trans- transgender like The first time I even, like, even could comprehend, you know, being a trans person was Mm -hmm. when I was, like, 12, and I was watching, like, I stumbled, so it started, I remember so clearly what happened. I was, like, 12 years old on my iPad, like, at 12 o'clock at night or something before I had to go to school the next day, and um, I was, like about to go to sleep watching shit on YouTube and I stumbled across Sharon Needles and it was haunted house music video. Then I went on to RuPaul's Drag Race and then I went on to Carmen Carrera and then I went to Carmen Carrera's interview about being transgender. And I was like, God, I was like, she used to be a boy? No, I was so guy because Carmen Carrera is so beautiful and like, Mm -hmm. she's so stunning. Mm -hmm. And I was just truly guy because I was like, I could become like someone like her, you know? I could like do that, you know? And at the time, I was like a really chubby, fat, like hairy Asian boy and like, I couldn't see me being anywhere near someone, like even standing next to Kamkara and being like, yeah, I'm a bitch, you know? Mm -hmm. Because at the time I was like, you know, in the Muslim household and very strict parents and my dad was very heavily influenced in the mosque as well. So my family second name, like is kind of known around the Asian community, not just in Cardiff, but in London and Birmingham. And like people know who we are as a family. Oh,
1: okay, yeah.
2: So when I did leave the family home and start transitioning, there was such an uproar in the community because it was like, oh my God, this Imam's son's transitioning and now they're going around wow. being poor doing all the stuff and i would go into like corner shops and whatnot and they would take the cctv recordings and get it put it on the phones and show it around the communities and show our look and make a mockery of me and it got really really bad to like the point where i had to move to like in the middle of wales in the middle of nowhere the family just kept trying to kill me it was just like a whole moment yeah it was really really because like the honor of their second name was kept being ruined so whenever Last they were like whenever they were going to like public whenever they go to the mosque or whenever they go to buy meat or whatever they would say oh yeah your your like family name is being ruined right now because of one person so they would have all the like they would tell them off for what i'm doing basically and they would yeah, that okay, yeah. we don't want to hear any of it anymore so we're gonna kill me mm. you know what i mean so I had yeah. to move to Kinechli, to yeah. Philly, to like all the way like around the mountains where all the sheep are. And like, and then it was the whole point of me being brown and speaking a different language and being trans in like an area where like people, there was no, like not even gay people there, you know? So it was just like, I felt really, really like, like everything was stripped from me. Like I had no friends, I had no, nothing was familiar to me. And it was just like, and I'm transitioning and it was just like everything was so hard and at that point in my life I was very very I'm still trying to like come to terms with how like it was and everything but I was very like into self harming and like yeah. that I'm I can't say I'm completely out of it because obviously stuff happens like PTSD or whatever but it arises and it happens again but I'm starting to like do little things to stop it like I got my like tattoo on my arm to start like I'm like okay I'm gonna get more I'm gonna start covering up and like you know what I mean but like yeah. stuff has happened like I still do speak to my mum she recently told me that my dad is passing and um, I can't like come to the funeral or anything and like obviously me being trans and like he says that he wants to apologize to me because of like yeah. He he did a lot of like he like left marks on me basically. That's all I can say. It's like he really went in with the beats, like Asian fathers really go in with it. And I think that's why there's so many honor-based violence kills and murders, not just in the UK, but in Pakistan and in Iran and in Arabia, because women or gay boys or trans women and men don't wanna prescribe to what the ideal of what the child should be, you know. And like for them, it was like for me to get married to a woman and like be the family man and everything. And that's not why I wanted. And yeah, it cost me the the cost me you know living with them and being there. Like they possess me, you know. So now I'm like, okay, that's the reality of my situation. And yeah, yeah I'm still like willing to cope with it. Um but I can't lie. One thing I do it's really weird like whenever I go to like a parent's house or I hear about a trans person and the parents accepting them I get so jealous I'm like oh my god I don't want to hear about it I don't want to hear about you and your <laughs> accepting parents and like how good they are <laughs> like I'm sorry but that's it pisses me off and it's yeah. just like it just makes me like think and internalize shit so I leave the conversation I'm like okay, yeah and like I don't really like like I said to my boyfriend like I don't want to meet parents because I just feel so weird around my parent figure and it's just like I feel yeah. uneasy in it's
1: just like, oh. I think I think for a lot of trans people that's something that's and a lot of people just in the LGBTQIA plus community that you know have come out to their parents and haven't been accepted it's just part of the healing process for a lot of people in our community to kind of come to terms with the fact that maybe they're you know blood family didn't accept them but they've at some point they find a family that do do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. um obviously you know we're sorry that you have to go through that and sorry for everyone who has to go through that really it's not it's not it's not a nice thing to go through at all um losing people just because you know you're finding happiness isn't really the way the world should work but it does um and unfortunately for us we're the kind of people who know that more than anything um so I mean I take it that your family didn't take it well when you came out then.
2: No, it was a <laughs> lot of a lot of the one thing that like that was like a big like reveal to them, I used to like keep and hoard a and makeup underneath the bath. So you know how the bath would open up. I used to be in the bathroom till like 6: 7. am just like, pussy stunting, like yes, bitch i'm not bitch like look, hang on makeup and like just like living my fantasy and like listening to music and taking pictures of myself and then my dad would be like knocking on the door like the vaza call, the vaza call, which means like open the door now like, what are you doing mm. and I, like jump in the shower put all my wigs and shit under the shower under like the bath open it up put it in and like shower all off and come outside like wet and he's like what been doing like it's a weird child like, <laughs> he thought I was so weird <laughs> literally I used mean, to just take the piss out of me so hard it was just like and now it's funny but at the time like
1: mm.
2: I, don't yeah, know. I never really I mean, thought I mean. of like have like like my dad mm. as a dad I just thought of him as like a man who still live in the house and like just like up. Mm. never used to we didn't used to pray and like yeah I was still I like I'm still Muslim now, but it's very controversial for me to say that because I dress the way I dress, and I'm like, I drink alcohol, and like, you know, I have a boyfriend, and all that stuff, and it's very contradictory for what Islam rules are. But I feel like everyone has their own personal relationship with God, and so do I. Yeah, exactly absolutely. absolutely. I
0: mean, just because just because you're a trans woman doesn't mean you can't claim that you are a Muslim woman. And I say that because this happens a lot within, like, I can only speak from kind of what I've seen. I come from a very Catholic country um, and, you know, everyone's very Catholic, they're very this, they're very that. And it's kind of like, you're not supposed to do half the things that people do. Yet yeah. person from the community comes out as being a part of the community, oh, you know God doesn't want this and blah, blah 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 and then they get shamed for believing in God and for wanting to come to church and stuff like that but it's like I don't really understand that and it's so mad because I was having a conversation with my boy about something around this the other day in the Bible it states come as God says come as you are yeah what which means literally come Come in any form that you are come as you are if you're a believer you should still be allowed as a person to believe in God and to go to church and worship the way that everybody else does Mm -hmm. just because you are a certain type of way doesn't then mean oh you can't go and you can't go and pray and you can't go and do this like you can do it in the comfort of your own home like which Mm -hmm. ideally for a lot of people is better for themselves for their mental health and for their safety in some occasions so it's kind of like when people say stuff like oh you know it's controversial to say that and like they don't really like say that kind of stuff in a way it kind of makes me feel sad because it's like listen you should be able to pray to God, like you should be able to do your thing like if you want to go and if you want to go and pray to Allah and do all of that and tell people that you're Muslim then you should be allowed to do that because you are a person. like, I, I can't recite what it says in the Quran because I'm not entirely sure, but I say this, and I was saying this to my boy about somebody else, uh, which I kind of want us to talk about on a podcast at some point. Um, I was saying it about somebody else and I was like, I think that all of this is BS and it's just rubbish because you can't tell me, oh, I can't do X, Y, and Z because I believe in such and such a God. But like, the God that you believe in clearly states in the bible come as you are so don't let this be (laughs) so you otherwise like
1: yeah yeah there's
0: probably something similar in the quran that just says you know maybe something along them lines i don't i don't know i've i've never read the quran i've been kind of curious the
2: line i always kind of like try and convince my parents with Mm -hmm. is like in the quran it says that men who imitate women are sinning i'm like i'm not imitating a woman i am a woman you know what i mean so it's like we always have that like back and forth about that one line and it's like i've gone to like what is it called it's not counseling when it's in the mosque conversion therapy i've gone to conversion therapy and i've gone to an mom and i've been like listen this line can we like Please try and like convince my mum that this line will at least let me stay at home. And like, no, you need to stop being a man. Can you, need, you need to stop being a man I and mean, Like stop your fantasies of becoming a woman and everything. And it was like, wow, it like really wanted to change. But mm. so I got into care when I was 16. <laughs> um, it was like a whole ordeal before it happened. Um, so I was in PE getting changed, which is traumatic as fuck, because I'm in the room for the boys. And um, I was getting changed. My PE teacher was like noticing like marks on my back for a couple of weeks, and then one day he noticed that it was really really bad, and he told the head of year. She had like a little sit down with me, and um, yeah, they didn't really do anything. <laughs> um, but then one day my brother found me with hair extensions. He literally found me in my head, and I was like. And and ripped them all of my head and he was like we well, wait until dad comes back home and I tell him about this and I was like okay I don't want like a beat you know what I mean like I don't want to get beat so I ended up staying in school the next day because he was coming home from London so yeah. I was like okay I don't want to come home and hear about my hair extensions and he's gonna have a go at me and rag me about the place again so yeah. I was like okay I'm gonna stay in school I stayed in school and um yeah, the police ended up coming. They ended up arresting me because it was during exam week and they thought that I was, um, like, stealing exam papers so that I could, like, Who, cheat Why would week.
1: anyone steal exam papers? No one cares about exams that much.
2: I'm like, girl, no. I'm not you. Like, I was literally, <laughs> like... <laughs> literally, I was like, what the fuck? Do you think I'm stealing exam papers? And I was there, like, shuffling, like, all like, hmm. And I, like, showed them, like my back showed them like my own self-harming as well and I showed them like the makeup and that in my back and I was like um everything had it like what I wouldn't be here for any other reason and they kept me there overnight the next day I went to school like it was just staying in the prison cell like I was like okay guys this is the safest place for me um <laughs> going to school the next day and then I got picked up I'm a social workers so and I went straight into foster care and I was like okay cool and I was with this white old woman and she was she was she was cute it was cute foster care was yeah it was I got moved about a lot and I got moved up and mm. down the valleys as well and uh, I had like a mixed bag of experiences um obviously being trans I was like the first trans person that any other foster person or carer had to deal with so there was a lot of new training we had to do and a lot of questions they were asking and that uh, and um, yeah it was like I kind of felt like I was being observed about uh, upon being observed because it was like my transition was like in the process and at the same time I was teaching everyone about what I meant to be trans around me mm. like, and always because I was always going into a new like foster care because like my placement was being like um Like if I was in for a very long time, they wouldn't want to keep me there because like my family find out, I remember one time my family was on the train, same train as me and they were finding out where I was living in the valleys. So I was like, okay, God, you have to move to Kaffili now. Like, it was just like a whole moment. And yeah, yeah, it was like, yeah. But then I got into foster care. No, then I got into a hostel. And at the time I was in a hostel, I was also on like eight milligrams of estrogen. So Mm -hmm. I was 18 and I was like on on estrogen for like a year and the doctor picked me up. And like, I was in this hostel full of girls who like had very, 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 very messy lives, very, very messy pasts and messy men in their lives. And there was always police in there. There was always fights. There was always like, it was very messy and I was very lucky not to get into any fights I mean I've had mm. shit stealing off me had like stuff stolen and like I've had girls like try stuff with me but I guess like because I don't know there's an angel with me or something like swear, because whenever I get so really really shit you know really really scary I just feel like someone's like taking me through it you know so I'm like I'm very blessed that nothing bad happened to me in that place and yeah. then, yeah, I got into my own place when I was twenty years old, had a flat of my own. And yeah, then I started being fucking like independent bitch and like paying my own bills <laughs> and like I felt very, very good because I was in my own space and whenever I'd have to come home from care or in the hostel, i always have to write down something about what I lived that day. Like if I was like home like they would call the police and they would do like a search all over Cardiff. And I remember one time like yeah. we came to like the Shisha bar where I would like stay past my curfew, and the police will literally come into Shabbat as I'm there. chilling with, like, my, all my friends, and, like, pick me up and escort me home. And it was just so embarrassing, so just, like, I
1: was a yeah, They go through great lengths for people when they're in care. Like, they do the most. They really do do the most. Like, when you're in care, you kind of don't have any independence, even when you are 18 or older. Um, yeah. Some people obviously have to stay in care as well and stay in the system until mm-hmm. later on. Um, so yeah, care is care is the, some is like place, the best place I for some people, but,
2: that, but at the same time, it wasn't the best. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's a better scenario than what you were in, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but obviously, being is the fucking better scenario. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, 100% so when when did you start transitioning so I
2: did I wanted to start at 12 that's when I was like I'm so adamant we have to do it and I remember having yeah. this conversation with my mum where I was like okay if we go to the Tavistock in London you have to go to conversion therapy and I was like okay we went to Tavistock didn't like what the doctor was saying but they still took me down he still took my name down so Then I had conversion therapy, was almost, then I went to care and because I was already there like two years prior that okay you've already been in the system for two years so we can like get you right back up from when you started, from when you left off at the time. I was also very heavily self-harming and like suicide and things like that so I had like doctors from the UK from like mental wards sending letters to the five stocks so they were like okay we're very worried about this individual because of like not just my family both because of my own like self-harm risks and
1: everything yeah
2: um so that really pushed forward for me to first to blockers which I was on for a year and then I got onto estrogen when I was like just turning 18 um yeah and then I've been going up and up and up and now I'm on eight milligrams and it's a treat obviously <laughs> it's, it's just been <laughs> crazy <laughs>
1: yeah I can imagine. So, what yeah. that's been
2: from 17 or 18? So, like that, like just before I turned 18, I got on estrogen. Okay, cool. Cool. To be honest with you, I don't really know how the girls' like dosages work.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe a lot.
0: Every time okay,
2: someone so tells I, you, I get confused. I'm like, yeah. Tell me how the guys work. So I'm confused about you guys.
1: So, so ours uh, is like a little vial of yeah. yeah we're doing the same we're saying the same thing but
0: hold on a minute what was it when we were in gel that's what fucking confused me. on
1: gel it was the same the same amount in milligrams um but because we're doing it i don't know maths so but because we're doing it as like an injection it's one milliliter right um but on gel it was 125 milligrams so the they use different um what's it called metric scales for both but Mm -hmm. but what what's yours in what what kind of like what is your dosage
2: i actually have like a little fascia here so i have one milligram of therangina therangina estrodol one minute, And man. this
0: is also another interesting thing, because me and you spoke about this before, you have mm. little packets yeah,
2: yeah. that's, like that's fun <laughs> <laughs> but
0: then they do it like I suppose they do it like that because then you know that you just have to have that much, whereas my girlfriend's um estrogen is in a bottle pump like the one that I had
1: yeah I yeah. Had a pump thing yeah, yeah it's
0: like it's in a pump it's, it's not a little
2: packet it's a pump yeah i know i don't i, I don't get that I, I guess, like, the pump what is, is like, going on it's just confusing i was on pills there's so many different versions for girls there's the pills there's that there's the patch yeah um, there's a
1: how different does kind the of patch work so you just
2: like how, how does it how does the patch work
1: is it like patch, a nicotine uh, patch but like for estrogen
2: The patch is like a nicotine patch, but you keep it on for 24 hours and you have to put it back on before you take it off. So you have to put a new one on until you're taking the old one off, so it's constantly on you. So every 24 hours, you have a patch on you. Yeah, but in my case, take it off, you have to put it back on. Take one off, put a new one back on. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> that I did when I was on the path my boobs were growing like crazy like sometimes like it's manageable but when it becomes like a point where like you can't move your arms and like your whole chest is just like stiff as fuck and this feels like rocks it's like no that's not the one so I had to switch back on the gel I was like I need a break 24 hours of estrogen is not the one baby like no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, so how do you shower? Do you just not shower that part of your you arm show- shower with
2: it arm? Shower the arm, it, it stays on. I eh? oh, mm-hmm. found you have to, it's on you for 24 hours, so you have to shower just normal. You have to shower with the on, and then it leaves like the stickiness, it stays there. So you
1: have to really, ah, oh, yeah, it. you see, me couldn't be doing that, couldn't be couldn't doing do that. It's That's like having that. a Literally. plaster on. So, long. I hate that. so yeah. long, that
0: is so interesting. That's
1: crazy. I feel like, right? <laughs> I feel like trans health isn't where it should be because there are so many different ways of doing right, simple things.
2: Like, yeah.
1: like, can't you just give us all like similar ways of doing it that work effectively? And you know, because w- with us, like, gel works, like, didn't really work at all. It was kind of like it did what it needed to do, but not enough. Yeah. And then injections does what it needs to do, but. for for the girls like that's a lot of like different do you know i mean a lot of different different ways
2: of doing it and applying it and it's like wow you know okay so wait there's a whole catalog of it (laughs) so wait so with your blockers are you on a pill or injections injection i have to go see my doctor every three months to go get my ass injected okay cool
0: i know i know about i know about that one
2: Okay, cool. And have you ever been on, like, the tablet? When I first started, I was on one milligram with the tablet, yeah. But I felt like it didn't do anything for me, and it wasn't working as fast. And then when I got on the gel, that's when My boobs grew so fast. Like, it was like... Yeah, I couldn't see a
1: tablet working for, like... I couldn't see a tablet working for hormones. Like, that just doesn't... It doesn't click in my head like yeah. It doesn't
2: absorb straight into your blood. It has to go yeah. That's going blood.
1: in your stomach. Like how's yeah. that gonna? Yeah, that's that's not. That's yeah. insane.
0: Interesting. Okay, so obviously you've spoken a little bit about your transition and giving us bits and bobs, the different changes and stuff. Um. Yeah. So what would you say was the most, or has been so far, the most exciting thing about you transitioning? I
2: think. Um, for me, this sounds really conceited, but like, (laughs) okay, so look at my room, that's all I'm going to say, look at my room, okay? So these are like all the paintings I used to do. Like, let me turn my light on, let me give you the full experience of this. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) Okay. can I swap this around here? Okay. So I have all these paintings Mm -hmm. on my wall. So I drew all of these when I was like 14, 15. I used to secretly do it in school without my parents knowing. And like, um, yeah. So I used to like always dream about being this bitch. And like now, like I recently like went into my old art book and like found all like my old shit. And I was like, oh my God, I look like that bitch now. Like I actually look like her. And it's like, when I start to see the correlation between like this girl and like being me that's when I was okay it's just like my manifestation became so true because I literally yeah. look like her you know what I mean it's just like oh my god it's so god. oh my god okay so for the people that
0: can't see what we can see uh would you just say that you drew were you drawing just, like, different pictures of different women and how you would, like, aspire to be
2: and what you were manifesting to one day? So I just kept, like, drawing, like, myself over and over again. But just, like, in a female yeah. character aspect, like, you know, with long hair and, like, mm. all that stuff. And, like, now when it got older and I look over at the pictures, I'm like,
1: that's so cute. Isn't that's that's I, so I, I cute. That. I actually love that. That's so cute. I actually can't like my actual heart. Oh, that's so cute. I love that. I actually love that. It's very I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna sleep smiling tonight. That's so cute. Man. It's, it's so cute what <laughs> the
0: rest of us, So I love that. Like we all kind of similar things. Mean, so I like the fact that you said something completely different.
1: Yeah. I like that. You yeah. Literally manifested being that bitch. And I love yeah. that for you. Yeah. Uh, i love that what's so what would you say is the most surprising thing for you so far then
2: the amount of fetishes
1: fetishes fetishes
2: fetishes, fetishes. 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 <laughs> especially trans of color because like when i first transitioned i was like i'm the most ugliest thing ever and then Porn searches for women, trans women, it's like the most, you know, like the most searches for trans for porn is trans yeah. porn. And men fetishize tra- trans women of colour the most of everyone else. And it's just like, I didn't know that when I first transitioned, So I thought I was like the most ugliest bitch walking, or like the most unfuckable thing ever. Mm-hmm. Like, especially being in Wales around all these white girls, you know? And it was like, yeah. I, I cannot even match. But then little did I know, I was the most like, the most sparkliest diamond in the world you know very that <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: oh yeah that, that makes sense that makes
0: sense yeah <laughs> okay so like kind of similar but not quite the same so
1: so not I'm, similar like, then
0: shut up, <laughs> shut, up. <laughs> shut your mouth but... What I was oh. trying to say before I was rudely interrupted was, <laughs> um, like what didn't you expect from your transition that like kind of caught you off guard? So
2: like it happened and you're just kind of like, oh, okay.
0: I didn't think- The quite- amount
2: of power I have, like, again, I'm not trying to seem like really conceited or really like, oh, like I'm so pretty, but like I am perceived to be an attractive female. So I do see that does give me certain passes in mm-hmm. society, and when I'm going through a, about my day and my life, and like I'm like, oh, I got this because I was pretty, or like, you know, this happened because someone noticed me mm-hmm. because I'm like, you know, because I'm dressed the way I am, or yeah, you know what I mean. Like, got gotten opportunities because of me being pretty, and it's mm-hmm. like I never would have thought that would happen because I, I genuinely thought that I was the most ugliest thing going before I transitioned. Cause i was just a really hairy asian boy and i thought i had no power in my looks mm. and now i really do see the power in like being a pretty female and like what yeah. that does to people and people start to fall into a certain way of acting around you you know mm.
1: okay that's cool um yeah. so yeah that's quite that's nice to hear um a pretty privileged basically Pretty privileged, yeah. No, got, I'm like, I, mean,
2: I, I yeah. like understand that happening now because I didn't have it before. Now I do, and I'm like, oh, okay,
1: this is the. Yeah, we don't have here. it, so we have no idea what any of that is. Yeah, we have, we have to, we have to buy the drinks for other people. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. sick <laughs> <Okay, dude>. <laughs> of, of bar, doing that, by the way.
2: To pay for your drinks is like the best thing, you know. And leaving with, home, leaving it with money, is, so, yeah. Like coming yeah, out I love that you. and <laughs> coming home with money, people giving you money to go home with literally ah, yeah I'd like i go out broke no money this is when i was in the hospital i got broke with no money go out drinking and men would just give me money
1: <laughs> and i'd
2: go home with fifty quid on my piss and i'm like okay it wasn't from myself it was from someone else i'm like okay girl girl
1: <laughs> well i think it's 2022 and everyone should start giving um start giving men pretty privilege if you ask me um Because I want
2: it. I
1: I want someone to buy me drinks. How about that? Oh,
2: yeah. She wants to be a princess. (laughs) (laughs) I'm
0: I'm, I'm not going to hold you. I'm I'm, I'm not going to hold you. I don't know about you. So you got to speak for yourself. But (laughs) in the (laughs) past, I have been sent, you know, here's some some lunch. And I'm like, (laughs) for me? Not the lunch. Yeah. Out of nowhere. I'm like, (laughs) thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this, has been, this has been like while wow, transitioning, where it's like, mm. like you know, you get a notification on your phone, your yeah. children doing whatever, your blah blah blah. Oh uh, yeah, lunch is on me. Okay,
1: from who? Your girlfriend doesn't count, by the way.
0: I'm not talking about my girlfriend. Oh, this was beforehand, so you're wrong.
1: From strangers. I don't know, maybe, maybe. Acquaintances. Maybe.
0: Not the maybe. A maybe. This I'm not I'm not I'm not about to be on, on here spilling the tea. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my God. Like I said, speak for yourself. <laughs> Damn. Wow. Um fine, let's move swiftly on then, since I'm the only one here that doesn't get pretty privilege. Um... <laughs> I mean, you should, because I'm not gonna
2: lie. Like, you were really hot, especially the tattoo. Was like, too.
1: Kaz, do you hear that? Kaz, did you hear I... that? I just want to check. Kaz, did you hear that? <laughs> Good. Yeah, I'm glad don't, you don't heard don't that. Tell, thank you. Me. Thank you. Don't tell Please, him. Please, because my head, my head will <laughs> fall ending. off my shoulders. <laughs> it's big. It's big. So big. Bigger
2: and bigger and bigger.
1: Oh, I'm telling you. Yeah, tomorrow it will be back here. I'll be. <laughs> my hairline will be receded. Gone. <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> um yeah we're keeping that in i'm not editing this out yeah, no, know. no i'm telling kaz just so kaz knows okay uh-huh. <laughs> not that eye roll um yeah so i mean you spoke about the ballroom scene uh a little bit earlier i yeah. know there's a ballroom scene in london we love that and now there's a ballroom scene in wales we love that too so, yeah, you, you mentioned Ballroom a little bit before. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about Ballroom and the name of your house? Okay,
2: so Ballroom originates from New York. Uh, one of the biggest pioneers was Paris Dupree and Crystal Abasia. Crystal Abasia made this very, very... I love it. She was in The Queen, which is a documentary on uh, Netflix, which I think you guys going to watch. But back in those times, they had pageants mm-hmm. and they were emulating uh, a version of beauty, like European beauty. And these queens of Crystal Beja, which was a, a beautiful black trans woman, would have to paint herself a white face and go and compete because otherwise she wouldn't be able to even like compare to the white like, girls. Yeah, And she made a stand in The Queen where she was like, I am beautiful, I know, baby. Like I have the right to show my colour and bury that. And mm. she made a stand and mm. she went off and she made ballroom, which empowered um uh, black and latino uh trans individuals at the time and it was like yeah and they made like houses and they made like families and that's when i was like okay i have to get to ballroom, and yeah then i was just live my life you know being that bitch and um faja who is his real name is layton layton reese he like he didn't scout me he was just like come and like dance with us one day and like just see how it goes and i like I was, I was voguing, so I'm not, okay. So in, okay, Ballroom is very, very political, very political, especially in London. Mm-hmm. And the competition is like, and if you can't walk a category properly, if you walk it and you can't walk properly, you will be ruined.
1: Like your name yeah. will be ruined.
2: So like, mm-hmm. I like to Vogue, but I cannot, I don't know the five elements. I don't know how to properly execute all of them. So I would never go and do performance like right now but I yeah. went into the little like baby bug with them and they were gagging and that, okay, you know, they showed me the elements, they showed me like, the categories like face, sex iron. There's a lot of sex iron girls here. So uh, we're not like a, a house yet. Mm. Um, I don't know if we're going to become a house, um, but we're just a community right now. So the, we're the Welsh born community, but we might we might not be a house. Um, just because Wales is so small, but if we, I don't know, if we grow in number, we might become a house. Maybe, okay. yeah. Wash. Okay, okay. But so okay. right now in London, we're just known as like the wash lot. You know, like the wash gang. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. But I do have some houses that I am interested in being in. So. I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I'm when a, I fly out. When I walk categories, I can really see that like certain houses, like if you're part of the house, you're gonna win, like just because it's political and it's like if your mother is on stage judging, your baby, you're winning yes. regardless mm. if you guide them or not. You know what I mean? So it's like okay, I need to play by the by the rules and like play by the book and be house so that I can snatch trophy, you know. Yeah. But yeah, it's just a lot of like. It's a very, I don't know. It's like, I feel like, I guess now I'm starting to realize ballroom really like high school. It's like high school. And like, we're the new girls, you know? So we've mm. just walked in oh, and okay. everyone's yeah. like, oh, okay. Holy yeah. bitches, you know, very that. And like, yeah, yeah. everyone's got to see us. They're so happy that we're there. And we're like showing up for ballroom, but like, we're still new. And we don't know them. So there is that segregation of like they've been there for a long time, we're the new girls, and we gotta prove ourselves to be up there with the big dogs, you know. So it's kind of like, yeah, I see the mission, I see the mountain, and we're gonna go for the climb, you know, right on. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: cool. That's that's really interesting. Um, I sort of learn, well, like most people, learn about room um when Pose started yeah and and like Pose was like a big pivotal moment you know um a lot of people didn't know about it like didn't know about Ballroom sorry and didn't know about sort of um Ballroom culture and um just what it was about I kind of feel like as a queer person I should have known about Ballroom but it's it's nothing I'd ever heard about. Like I've always growing up, I've always been in really queer spaces and stuff like that from a very young age, the age where I wasn't supposed to be in the queer spaces. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, but like, I never heard of ballroom like that wasn't a thing when we were sort of like coming up in the scene. And when I say we, I mean my people and I, um, but. Boring was a thing way before then. Like, boring was a thing way before I was born, kind of thing. Yeah, it's been that so, for like over a hundred years now. Exactly. Yeah. But I just I find it so interesting that it's it's really coming out more now, and I really love that because I really want to see more of like ballroom culture and stuff like that in the community. And I've been seeing it like I've I've been seeing it a lot on TikTok, and I've seen that we're doing it in the UK because obviously. Yeah it's very big in New York because that's where it originated. Um, Watching Pose was like great Um, and then I saw Paris is Burning, I saw and I watched both episodes of Legendary and the joke is I watched them, um, I watched them with my mum even, like the first season of Legendary, yeah the first season of Legendary I watched it with my mum. I think maybe the first season I started like maybe the first two by myself. and But from then till the end, we watched that whole thing together. And my mom would be there like critiquing the same way that I am. And she's like, oh, that one wasn't good. <laughs> yeah, but then we, we watched like a bit of season two together because there was a bit of an overlap between me having my own place and moving back home, yada, yada, yada. But like season three is going to be out soon and I'm living at home and I'm not going to be moving for a little bit i'll make sure that like i watch it without her and don't like sort of skip through because i don't know like i feel like it's important for her to be able to kind of see like okay cool this is the shit that's going on and it's kind of it's fun listening to her opinion because she's not a part of the community so it's like oh this is interesting (laughs) it's like what do you have to say about this and it's 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 jokes it's it's absolutely jokes um but some things obviously I did learn through pose and legendary and stuff are like categories. So
2: what categories like do you walk? I love to walk face. Okay. Um, okay. Okay, okay. walk I love Okay, okay. Absolutely sex iron. That is like okay. So I know what the first two mean, but what the hell with sex iron? Sex siren. So, actually a video of me doing sex siren is <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> on Instagram. Oh my mind. I, I, I saw. I saw the. I saw the latest one. <laughs> I, I saw the latest one. What, what does that category actually mean? So, sex siren. is basically like you. Basically, it was invented for the because at the time there was a lot of girls in the sex work industry, and they would come to the balls and they were being re-represented because they would see runway, they would see um, voguing, but they wouldn't see any categories of Emily's them. So sex, sex iron is basically like, for example, how they would ooze a man like in the car to like come and like pick them up, you know what I mean? So it's very like, just be sexy and like wolf, you know, it's just like the, the Medusa, you know, very like- Yeah, 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 ring, yeah, ring, yeah, yeah. Ring, yeah. Ring, yeah. Ring, you know? I get you, I get you, yeah. So just, like, okay. being very sexy and, like, being the girl you want to pick up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: yeah, I get that, I get that. Okay. Um,
2: that makes sense, okay,
1: cool. Yeah, I think I said before, there's, like, a, there's a ballroom scene in London, mm-hmm. I think it is, I and mean, I know I a few people, really yeah, funny. I know a few people that are in, like, House of Versace and stuff, and I know a few of the people that do the emceeing and things like that, but, um, yeah, it's re- I mean, it's really interesting to watch, and I really like I, just, I think I've, I've, I've got to go At some point I've really got to go Because it's not that far You should and come also... okay,
2: there's an OTA At the end of this This is March right At the end of this month The last Friday this month There's an OTA It's £5 per ticket I'm going You guys should still be there Where is it? Yeah. It's, um... Um, I think Isn't it's in
1: he... Croydon Yeah Croydon
2: okay. Yeah Stanley
1: It's Arts. like Stanley Arts Yeah There we go Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah <but laughs>
2: and Everyone goes there Like Munya.
1: Yeah, yeah yeah
2: yeah
1: um okay so I mean speaking of what did you say Kaz?
0: I was just about to say I need to I need to attend and I mean we've actually planned to do this but I was waiting for my girlfriend to come back and then we plan to go with one of my best friends as well but because Croydon is where Croydon is it's kind of like we were planning on sort
2: of staying close to
1: staying, Croydon for like yeah. the weekend yeah. because it's like I like we really are like,
2: so just to it Huh? There's like a premiere and like really close to it. Yeah, because okay. we we
0: need to sort we need to sort something out because there's no way we're gonna do that. Be all hyped up. We might want to like go for a drink after and do something mm-hmm. like how yeah, do go, go like 3M, Literally.
2: Okay, so yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We
0: we um yeah. Even, She's going to yeah. some
2: of the crowds definitely.
1: <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. Um, planning. Online. Yeah, I think that's something I think that's something we've got a plan because I know when um B was on here as well, we were talking about ballroom scene. Oh, yeah. And we were talking about going to a ball. So yeah, I think I think it'd be great to see some people in their in their element. Um but yeah. Uh so what does ballroom and the ballroom community mean to you? Um the ballroom
2: community is definitely like whenever I go there the feeling I get is like going into like a family reunion and like just like seeing like your uncles and aunties and the older generation of people and the Mm -hmm. generation around you and just seeing like everyone like who who's so talented and is just talented to you as beautiful as you as well and like yeah, it just feels like a family reunion. It just feels like everyone's getting together. It just feels like there's so much like whenever there's someone on stage and like, you know, especially like someone of like your family member, like whenever there's someone who's Welsh on stage and you're just probably screaming for it and just going for it and see everyone else who is also supporting your family member on stage. Like my sister, she won Sex Siren in London. Mm. And like, I remember everyone was gagging over her so much that, like, you're not supposed to come on the floor as they're dancing or like as they're like performing. So and we yeah. all came towards like Bruna because she was just like gagging everyone and they're like, get off the floor. And we were like, no, bitch, she's doing it. Like, yeah. <laughs> just like, someone comes over you and just like, it just like being around everyone. It was just like, yeah, it was like a magical experience. It feels like something that. I wouldn't get to experience anywhere else hundred percent. It's like unique and it's like something so different. And like re-liberating as well. Like before I was in ballroom, I was very like stealth. I wouldn't tell you what I was trans. I was like, no, I'm just like, do like but leave yeah. me and hurry that. But now I'm like proud to be trans. I'm proud to like say it because like I've been liberated through being yeah through ballroom. I love that. I love That's that. Awesome. That's like
0: you know to say it feels like um a family reunion mm. it's like yeah. you know you get like that warm and fuzzy feeling it's like oh shit that's so i, I love that i love that <laughs> like that's what you want out of your community do you know what i mean like yeah yeah and similarly i felt the same when it came to when i i don't even know how i ended up in like one day we're gonna have to unpack the story because. I don't remember how any of this happened, but from transitioning and seeing people like doing their thing, and I'm seeing guys, and I'm in the I'm in the dark. Nobody knows that I'm I'm trans. I've not said it to anybody, and I've not come out. I've not done this, but I'm seeing all these brothers coming out, and I'm seeing all these sisters coming out, and I'm like, yes, I love this for y'all. <laughs> and then to one day somehow, because I don't remember how this even transpired, I'm like a part of like this trans guys group chat on whatsapp and there's like people from different levels there are people that have had like phalloplasty to every stage you could possibly go through like to the end stage of like having surgery and they've been transitioning for x amount of years and this that and the other to people like myself at the time that hadn't even started hormones or anything so it was like everybody from all stretches of like your transitional path yeah to then Mm. us like doing our meet up and it was like i with like a bag of guys we're all chilling at Hyde Park 420, 4, getting high as hell yeah. and,
2: it was like, and
0: it was like one of the guys birthday so it literally just felt like it gave that family reunion vibe because it's like I don't know these people like personally we haven't met in real life but we've been speaking yeah. for months and a year or whatever on the group chat And we finally met up and it's like, this is our brotherhood. So, yeah, Hmm. you you know, you want that from the community that you've chosen and that's chosen you. Like, you want to have that, like, homely feeling. So, yeah, yeah, I I love that for you. Like, it's so, it's so important. It's so, so, so important for people to have that. And to be honest, like, I really wish and hope for people out there that they have that. And if they don't yet, I hope that they can really find that, like, their people because yeah, 100%. You, know, you won't always fit in in places where you think you will in terms of community because you know community can be a bit hit and miss it just depends on who you mix with but i yeah, yeah like, to the people out there like i really hope that they can find that and if they do like i'm happy for people because it's necessary during your transition you don't you don't want to do the shit alone Especially 100%. like
2: having like your family stripped from you as well, and like not having yeah. a sense of family, you know. Yeah. Walking yeah. into that field, like having that feeling again—it's like i would never think that I would have that feeling come to me ever again. Yeah. But I did when I walked mm. into the forum. And know? the thing is, I
1: mean, is,
2: a lot of
0: people's—that's quite a few people's journey. Like,
1: yeah, exactly. People don't
0: talk say that. about it, but that is their journey. There's people out here that had just solely have chosen family, so it's like,
1: yeah. You know, so yeah, like, yeah, you wanna you wanna have that. I think it's I just think it's nice when people in the community just stop trying to fit into a box that they're they're not supposed <laughs> to be. Do you know what I mean? Um, and they find themselves and they're happy with the people that's <laughs> surrounding them, and they're just in a good place. Like that's when you really start to see people become themselves, and it's just such a nice thing. It's just such a nice thing to see them. Yeah. Um because you're alright you're smiling better <laughs> Stop, man
0: I'm, I'm having like a really happy moment yeah, like, <sighs> I'm having a, like, happy
1: moment. like I'm just thinking.
0: okay leave me alone well <laughs> like speaking of which we need like another link up like we need like there's now I know like more like trans people it doesn't just have to be like the brothers like just like you know get like get all the gang together like get like mm. the non-binary folks out the trans girls the trans guys like
2: we need that. Yeah. Like, we need more voices for non binary people, especially POC non binary, because like Absolutely. it's not it's so underrepresented. You know, I think mm. transgender people are having the spotlight, but not as much as non-binary people we need to be
1: yeah. put on the spotlight. As well, yeah, you know? yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, for
0: sure. I mean, for sure, for sure, for sure. But like, I feel like in when it comes to that, it's sort of like. I feel like the way that trans men and women have sort of, I don't know, brought their voices forward, which has encouraged other people to come forth, I feel like maybe the non-binary representation needs to come that form as well. Yeah. Yeah. It needs to sort of take either just one person, a group of people to be able to come forward to bring their voices out which would then help other people feel like they can amplify their voices as well to also mm. come forward because there is a lack of representation, but it's not representation that like, I suppose we can bring forward. Yeah. Um, Because we don't personally fit in that box, but it, I mean, it would be great to see way more like non-binary representation out there and just yeah. more, non-binary people amplifying their voice because they're out there but um yeah they I mean they're out there they just haven't brought it forward just yet but you know hopefully maybe this year will be the year that things are slightly different and they can put themselves a little bit more forward
1: yeah Yeah, like like,
2: socially it's so much more like taboo yeah to be like binary because like if I was to explain to someone here on Cardiff that my friend's non-binary, like oh, it's a boy one day in the male, it's very like their view is like the toxic masculine to view. It's like either you're like gay or straight or tranny or whatever. like that and like I hate that shit. just saying like, non-binary to them, it just would blow their mind. You know, it's I just like blah, blah. yeah, it's very uh,
0: narrow-minded. Like,
2: yeah, because like i see so much more representation i see so many more proud like trans um men and women and also gay guys and bush females and like they're so proud and they're so like they're so much more like visible than they are here i guess like here it's like we're not as proud because we know that we're still under that oppression uh, of like straight society and we're still very backwards and very welsh you know yeah. so like when it comes to bigger cities like london things like that i'm like oh my god you guys are still liberated i want to stay here because then i look at the pricing <laughs> for Steph, and i'm like no i'll go back to wales <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's
2: <was> jokes um <laughs> literally it's so expensive up that but you guys are so liberated i don't even know why
0: it's not me child i did not live up there because it is goddamn expensive
1: yeah, I don't live in London either, but yeah, um, I, I reckon people. I just need to move because I feel like for me, that's where all of that's where I go out. Do you know what I mean? That's the best place for me to go out. Um, because mm. there's not really much of like a LGBT scene in Kent. Like, let's be honest, Kent is literally just like living out in the sticks. Someone says I live, I lived in the Shire, like I'm in fucking Lord of the Rings or something. Like, <laughs> I really am in the countryside yeah. out here um oh yeah i mean the closest place is like brighton maybe but like brighton's very like cliche do you know what i mean it's not like
0: that it's part.
1: very like
0: that part right there
1: brighton is literally marketed as the place for the pride flag do you know what i mean that's it yeah um, but it doesn't necessarily mean it is the hot spot do you know what i mean um but yeah i mean yeah, London is, is a good place, it is a really good place, and especially if you're not from there, it's nice to visit there and go out there, what um, yeah. like once in a while, just so you can feel at home, kind of, if that makes sense. At home, but not at home. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. yeah I think that could be a massive community, and to like mm. not just even be with them, just see how proud they are to be Yeah. and to yeah. be and like, you know, to be with a liner being fierce, waiting to get on for all the next stuff you know, like, yes bitch, it gives me energy (laughs) It's
1: very like gender affirming to be in London as well it's very just like everyone's just doing their thing and everyone's just so themselves it's just great
2: Yeah, I guess because everyone's already seen such crazy shit, nothing really phases them anymore
1: Yeah, nothing, nothing nothing actually phases a Londoner at all it's crazy. Yeah.
2: In, in a way, it's kind
0: of bad, though, because as a Londoner myself, mm. born in sort of half bred or whatever, London has very big, I'm minding my business culture. Yes, it does. Which is good.
1: To a certain degree. But
0: also terrible. Mm. Because there's some things that just mind your business, but there's other things you really shouldn't be minding your business about. And that's one thing that is a bit hit and miss with London. Like, just on so many occasions with, like, so many different things where I've been caught up in this situation because Kazil is who Kazil is. When it comes to certain things, I'm sorry, but I can't mind my business. This, no, 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 no. Like, little stupid things, you know, people doing dumb things. Okay, cool, we're going to mind our business. But when it gets to a point of, like, things that are legally immoral, when it comes to, like, another person, and this, that, and the other, like, I can't mind my business, I'm sorry. But a typical London person will nine times out of ten mind their business. So it's kind of like, you know, it's...
1: It's kind of scary how much people mind their business in certain situations, though. Yes,
0: it's very scary. It's very, very scary. Like, do you know how many times... Like, this is kind of off-topic in terms of what we were talking about, but in terms of minding your business, do you know how many times I have taking the train beyond my stop or a bus beyond my stop because I've watched something about to happen to someone that's clearly intoxicated, they can't think, they don't know this, they don't know that. Like, do you know how many times I've had to like, get off the train with someone, wait for them here, wait for them there, give my number to make sure that they got home and... Because London doesn't wanna just mind their business. And you know when you're like sitting up and you're thinking, yeah, you're not seeing this? Oh, uh, yeah. just gonna everybody just gonna oh okay cool. I uh, I I will I will intervene because, and that's the scary part about London.
1: Yeah, it's really weird, man. It's really weird. It's like watching an old lady cross like a. Fucking busy fucking road or some shit, and everyone's just like ignoring the old lady and, and he's pretending like, there's not like, like, a truck running at her kind of thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was going crazy. Around the yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. Um, but I think there's another question in there. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's just me. Yeah. I I was, I was like genuinely ready, but you guys aren't really going in that end. Also.
0: Oh, how in did you want us to go? Like we we we're not gonna. I don't know.
2: Like, what's your trauma? I don't know. No, no, no.
0: (laughs) 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 Not what's your trauma, child. We're not trying to traumatize like half the
2: fucking listeners. (laughs) Yeah, fucking hell
1: I don't know. I guess
2: because like I've recently like been writing a lot i recently written a play about my trauma Ooh. and um, it's been shown in like Sherman Theatre in Cardiff and I'm also doing like a theatre night uh, where I'm going to be wait, doing hold on, a hold on hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on,
1: That will come in the next bit, I
2: think. I was going to say, I was going to say, wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. That's going to come <laughs> into the next, that's going to come into the last There's already like a five minutes before, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. <laughs> because that sounded real interesting. I don't want to get into it um let me just okay. ask this next question and then the question after that talk about all of this <laughs> mm. okay <laughs> Like, okay we'll say the question for later Sorry about. all right cool so just to sort of double back onto like uh the ballroom scene and the community that you found um and obviously what you have previously expressed to us about your family would you say that you consider the ballroom like your ballroom family or your ballroom scene as your chosen family.
2: Yeah, definitely. Because no one else for me apart from them. Because really. I'm so extra and they're so extra. and It's like, it wouldn't make any sense for me to be with any other community, but them. you know. Okay. I love that. Yeah.
0: Especially because they kind of like reached out to you to be like, oh, you know, come see what we're about come like yeah. us and you know come kiki with us a little bit come you know see what's what so yeah
2: was see, my house father did thing to me was that i could see you know you're, you're that bitch you're country like you don't need anyone to tell you you're that bitch because you know you are because he was like i've seen your instagram i see the way you walk around when like men are trying to clock you like he like i guess like he really does see me for the power i do possess now yeah. and he's like he, like says to me like you're the secret weapon like you're like the secret weapon of the house and everything and I'm just like it really touches me because it makes me like it makes me feel like special like a father should make daughter feel special you know mm-hmm. it's like oh like he's he really leaders care for me and that you know I just see the magic that is that that is an tra- trans child yeah I love that okay so just I just have like one little thing to say.
0: Okay so you know in terms of like houses and stuff like that typically having a house does that automatically mean that you are in like the boring scene or can you like have a house outside of that just asking for personal so, reasons
2: so there are two different scenes so there is the kiki scene which is like you mess around you have fun and you have a house but it's like you train with them and then you have the main scene which like rihanna's been to beyonce has been to like the main big scenes where cash prizes are one i think the most there was history made recently for it was like it was called the seven grand walk won seven, seven grand for runway and it was like bitch that was our main ball gang mm. so you can be in like a kiki house and you can be in a main house where where all the real shit happens and it goes down i've only ever been to one main ball which was in rotterdam and I got into battles I do not win but I got into battles but yeah I'm ready this time to put back into a main ball get my grand prize yeah (laughs)
0: because
2: the reason I'm asking
0: like I'm kind of trying to like figure this out I I guess that kind of answers my question and kind of answered already what I kind of was thinking so like you know how well this may not have happened to either one of you because you're younger than I am Um, But, like, you have, like, a younger trans person, like, considerably-ish, younger than you, look (laughs) up to you as, like, a father or mother figure. And I'm kind of like, do I just go along with the fact that, like, I'm just, like, a father figure to you, or?
2: I mean, I've kind of had that in the sense that when I first joined boardroom. Room... The gay boys in ballroom—they wanted to experience femininity, and they wanted to experience makeup and hair extensions and wigs and things like that. So, at the time when I first joined ballroom, I had my own flat, and we all came back to my place, and I like dressed them all up like my like my little dolls, and like got them in heels and wigs and shoes, and like let them experience their femininity for the first time. I guess like mm. I guess I mothered the femininity, and like, but it was just like boys, a moment thing. I guess, like, I have a trans child. Like, I have someone who's, like, who I'm helping them with the transition and helping yeah. them, like, with, like, little things like that. So I guess I kind of do. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I have mean, so, fathers. Speaking saying, speaking this this, this
1: too.
0: is why I'm asking. Like, this is why I'm asking. Like, I have a, a trans son who, funny enough, has the same last name as I do. And that's the... What? That's,
1: that's the, like the that name, like, that's the not name the, house no. that's <laughs> the house of king. Oh, the house of
0: king, yeah. Like, literally, like he, he would literally message me like last night. Um, because he's in America, like you know, they call their dad like pops, but they say it like pops yeah. as in like pop. So, yeah. he messaged me like yesterday and he was like, Papa, are you asleep? And it was like 2 a.m. So, I woke up and I was like, I'm sorry, baby boy. Like. What happened, like, are you okay? But like, w- this has been going on for a while. But like, he's younger, he's what, he's he's 19 now. Mm. So it's like, I'm 28. Like, that's a very big age gap, kind of. You're thing.
2: not 28. I'm... You have the most babyish face <laughs> ever. You're not 28, <laughs> what? And so oh, I was
0: like, I'm older than you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm 28. <laughs> I mean, I, I think, think I got it from my mama. Yeah, I got it from my mama, the baby. Whiskey. I mean, you always say black and crack. you know, period. But... Black, don't
1: exactly. you do
0: it. black don't crack unless you do it. Exactly.
2: Black don't crack unless you do it. I like
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> you and you're going to remember it. <laughs> yeah, I will now. But yeah, so I was kind of just like wondering, like, in that kind of sense, like do we kind of just see
2: that as like, oh cool, I just I'm just a father figure to someone. I mean
0: I guess I'm a father
2: figure to someone too. I guess like you are inspirational, you know, because you went out and made that choice to transition, you know. Mm. Cool, but, yeah.
1: Well, welcome to the House well, of King, people.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. And since I call myself King Cole, can I be in the house too?
2: I'll be in the house of King too. Not everybody's gonna join my imaginary
0: house. It's not imaginary. It's 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 happened. It's happened.
2: (laughs) We're a
1: house. Yeah, yeah. We'll see you all at the ball next month. This month. End of this month. And you're all gonna lose because House of King has come through. So.
2: Runway divas. Granis (laughs) divas. (laughs) Vogue divas. Yes.
1: Um, but yeah I mean is there anything you want to plug is there anything you want the people to know about to watch to like to comment to share to follow to tweet to I don't know if there's anything else um, I, think TikTok. The
0: I think I think we get the point we, we get the
1: point. okay okay just checking oh, to email to Skype to Zoom what's wrong with you? Yeah. sorry go on carry on oh. <laughs> 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 Do you want to go for the whole list? <laughs> um, yeah, of course. I mean, just just talk. I mean, talk about what they are. Um, um and okay. of course, we'll put all of the links in the description.
2: So, um, I am to, I'm actually writing. I so I want to get into comedy. So I'm writing a comedy special for an Asian night in Cardiff in the Climpodium talking about my traumas of being a trans woman, you know, bringing down Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, I'm literally like going to claw for him. I'm actually generally going to go for him. <laughs> um, yeah, so I have that and I also have a theatre play which I'm a main character in called Queeros, which is a real life uh, exp- which is the real life experience of queer people in Wales. Um, so that is a theatre show. gonna be playing in Cardiff. I think I might be coming to London as well. Okay. So. Yeah, and um, yeah, my Instagram is obviously Alia, Alia, and um, I also have a girlfriend, me, as well, which is help a Pakistani woman survive. Yeah.
1: Well, we will put everything in the captions on Instagram, on Twitter, and put everything in the caption under the... Um, what's it called? Under the episode. um. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Kaz, is there anything you want to add?
0: Um, no, 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 no. Um, I just feel like I've learned some stuff, and um, yeah, this was pretty. Oh, awesome. really? <laughs> yeah, no, I've, honestly, I've, I've learned some stuff, and it's pretty awesome. And I thought, I hope that I'm not the only one that has learned some stuff because I'm probably not. Um, no, you're not. So, yeah, like it was a really good. It was a good episode, and I don't have anything else to add. Like, that was that was pretty... Thank you guys for letting me express myself. Of course. And Thank you, you
1: for coming on. Mate. It was a pleasure to have you.
2: <laughs> Thank you so much.
0: But, uh, and, yeah, uh, I hope that everybody has made it this far. <laughs> and if you... Yeah, I you mean... mean you, the hashtag... Type period
2: if you made this you far. Type period. <laughs> 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 I want to see you I literally want to see you
0: <laughs> yeah, like, I hope that everybody has enjoyed the episode um, mm-hmm. you know we've been giving you a lot of fire lately and uh, this is just adding more to that you know just adding fuel to the fire so it's all <laughs> from here um, you got anything else you want to say Cole?
1: Um, make sure you use the right hashtag with the UK at the end and we love you all you losers that's all i have to say
0: cool thank you for listening y'all bye yeah thank you for listening bye
1: bye, bye. <laughs>